All right, all right. Aloha, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Imperial Podcast. You are here with your host, the Viking. And the Bourbon Cowboy. That's your camera right there, homie. Oh. <laughs> you see hey, your, man, I'm pouring hey, the juice. Hey, you see your face right now. I'm you're pouring like, the juice, you're talking, the most you're talking over here, and then you go, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Bourbon <laughs> Cowboy. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, high tech uh, setup. Right yeah, we just we're just stepping the game up, playing around a little bit, bounce around. Got the wireless mics on, um, sitting out here hanging out. Um, we are here at the Aqua Farm. Yeah, pools all lit right. up back I there. It's the back. You see a little. Yeah, bit. Just a little bit. You got Steve's hanging out. Yeah, big flamingo. Pretty much calling anything that floats in the pool, Steve. Yeah, just fucking Steve. Steve the flamingo. Yeah, we should give her that. Or Frank for this uh, bouncing umbrella. All right, yeah. So we got quite a um, fun uh, bourbon lineup that just, fuck, I just looked up and saw what's sitting here. I'm rather, it's going to be a lovely fucking podcast. Um, and then we're going to smoke on a very fun cigar, rather mild for us than we normally do, but it's unique and it's only the second cigar from this world-renowned and sought-after family that we've ever had on the podcast in over 200 total recordings across everything, so... Really, really excited about that. Perfect. So, guy, uh, why don't you tell us what we're drinking here? Do a little cheersy well, cheers, and then yeah, I um, have been wanting to get this for a long time. The name of the bottle is Joseph um, Joseph Magnus. Magnus. I was going to say Magnus. And do you know much about them? No. So um, I. I saw it, and I immediately thought it was one that you and I had had in the past, but I didn't realize they made different versions. I just don't know who. I want to say, and this is probably wrong, does Willett own them, too? I don't think so. Because they get, like, uh, Widow Jane and... No. No? This is... um, This juice, I, I think it's been around for, let's say, eight years. And, of course... Most of this is all MGP, um, but they're very mysterious about the blending and who blended it and the way it was done because it's, of course, all of us now have drank a lot of MGP. All the new starters are MGP, but there's something really uniquely different about this. Not to mention this particular one's a triple cast um, finished in um sherry and then a cognac cast um anyway i picked it up today i've been wanting to get one of these for a long time and two or three weeks ago i had a chance to try one of these in the ozarks and i just thought it was fabulous there was one today at this local store so i grabbed it so we're gonna have a little i'm excited for that let's cheers that the blend that they're using is anywhere from eight to twelve years all right well cheers buddy I'm gonna shock you a minnow balls on your chin, call you bitch Jane Leno. And I think one of the amazing things about this is when it goes in, the really smell light. on it is amazing. It's really light. It's light, and there's just this really nice mellow explosion in your mouth. Would you would you go floral on that? I would say fruit. Like, you know, like maybe some apricot 
Oh, cool. Um, I guess that. Yeah, my mic's going bananas. There's maybe right even now. a little hint of um, like a vanilla. Well, this will be cool Look because some rich flavors like that are swirling around in there that you're getting that I normally get like on my old fixtures. Yes, you can tell that's like substantial. Like it's very rich with flavors. It, it reminds me of an old Fitzgerald because you can right away taste those layers in there. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. I definitely can see. That. I, I want to compare it to old Fitz for me, but I get what you're saying. The richness, the, the 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 notes that are so dominant. But what I think is really unique about it, just on the first sip, it's light. It's waterproof. I know, but it's yeah. but it's light. Yeah. You know. So this will be fun. So what we're smoking tonight, um, I found these in Alaska, and uh, we're going to smoke Davidoff cigars. So these are the Davidoff Anniversario Special R. It is the Rosado wrapper, um, white label. So it is traditional Winston Churchill white label with the Rosado wrapper. Um, these bad boys are absolutely beautiful. Um What's unique about this is we've only put Davidoff on this show one time. We've done it a couple of times, but there's one Davidoff cigar that the cowboy and myself will tell you reigns supreme, and that is um, Late Hour. Late Hour. Winston right. Churchill Late Hour. Um, so we are going to smoke these. Now, these are much lighter than with the second cigar we're going to smoke. Probably the lightest cigar that any of us have smoked in a while, but... I'm very curious to cut into this and try it against this Joseph Magnus after trying that. So, go ahead. Beautiful. <laughs> Little shelves. Now, this one looks, this size mm -hmm. looks very comparable to the um, Lux Fiat. Yes. Um, the one we did our late hour was a little bigger. I mean, and well, I, so I, I like eyes on it, but let's say it was a five. 54 maybe or something like the that. Tor the Toro. Their Toro. I love. Toros, we got in a box like yeah, that. Yeah, we got them out there at uh, yeah. Outlaw. I love the Churchill size in the late hour. It's my favorite fucking late hour. Is size. that what we got? No, we got Toros That's in the box. But yeah. the, fir the first time we did the late hours, we did the Churchills. Okay. And we got them. We picked, I think Lit had a box of them. We grabbed a couple of them there. But... So I'm excited about this. You know, we've talked about Davidoff before. Um, Davidoff is one of those companies that over the past, God, man, pull that in. Oh, it's just age and tobacco. Yeah. I have no cool. idea how old these are. I mean, they look fair. I mean, the box is in great shape. I pulled it off the shelf like that. I mean, that's how it looked on the shelf, the box right there. Um, a little dusty. But, uh. Davidoff's just not something that I go. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Davidoff is not, not one of the cigars that I I personally chase. You know, in the past couple of years, there's been some really unique stuff that's come out. Um, there are three, two Davidoff that I've always smoked when I find them. I love Escurio Tubos and, like the Cowboy said, the, the Late Hour. Those are phenomenal cigars. Um, I don't get into the hoopla about Davidoff. It's not something this or something that. But what I paid for this five-pack of cigars versus what it retails online, I was like, damn, you know what? It's going to be worth it. 
I knew we were going to do some new bourbons and stuff. So I was like, why don't we do something completely new to the podcast that we have not done before? So I thought we'd jump into those. Well, that's amazing that we did these and then putting them up with uh, Joseph Magnus. Magnus. Joseph Magnus. Magnus. What was... um, I, when I see Magnus, I'm thinking of Maximus out of the. Or you're gladiator. thinking about, or or um, like there was the world's strongest man, something Magnus. But apparently, this is an old name, and um, it goes back to a family history of some bourbon that they found that was like 188 years old. How how, how do you even extract anything out of a bottle? I wonder if it's a recipe situation. Well, they said they got a syringe and they were enough to get a profile out of it or whatever, which is really interesting. Man, okay, let me ask you a question. You we're I'm helping you one day. We're in one of the houses you buy or something. We go down in the basement and there's a barrel completely a still sealed of bourbon, uh, a, a whiskey, a whiskey blend, right? That's been sitting there for 180 years. Who's going first? Okay, first of all, if I found something like that that was that freaking old and whatever, I mean, that's crazy. It almost looks like your truck. Well, at first, <laughs> I was like, stealing. someone about to get fucked up. <laughs> you see the back of yours? Yeah, it's right there. And I don't have those stupid lights on the side of my mirrors. Uh, the first thing I would do is start just looking that barrel over like crazy. And then I would call before I did anything, even did anything with it i'd have to call in somebody who really knew their shit and see what the hell we have there find out what it is yeah Yeah. i mean if it was a little you know i don't know what they call some of those smaller size barrels but maybe that one but i don't know um yeah i would definitely call in some people who know some shit Wow, for this, just thinking that this is going to be what uh, mild. Yeah, so I want to correct myself here. A lot of flavor. I thought for a minute that I did something wrong. Okay, so this is not a Rosado wrapped cigar. It's an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapped cigar. The Siri or the Special R is a um, tobacco. A uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a. uh, uh, Oh man, come on, Mark. a standard grade of tobacco inside of Davidoff, and R is rather high on their standard grade. That's what it is. Um, but they only rate the cigar, which is really interesting on the on the box itself. And when you read about it, they only get, they give it a mild, mild medium. But I've talked about this before with Davidoff cigars, and we've talked about this a lot on that skew of mild, medium strength versus body or flavor or whatever, how it gets skewed up, right? So. Crown heads. I'm just I'm making this up here. This is not this is not real. No one's ever done this. I'm just using brands. Crown heads takes their cigars and they rate their cigars on a level of mild to full, right? Based on Pepin's tobaccos, Ernesto Carrillo's tobaccos. Now uh, Arturo Fuente does their cigars on mild to full based on their own tobaccos. Would it be strange to say that maybe the grades in which or the value points you give mild to full in those two situations could be different? Oh, hell yeah. Right? So I wonder if that's the same thing that happens inside these companies, right? 
Because I'll tell you right off the bat, by what you're going to say, there's a unique spice in this cigar. I feel like there's a real deep, dark, rich chocolate in the background there. But I mean, like, if you've ever had, like, dark, there's, like, milk chocolate, and then there's a dark chocolate. It's like an antique dark. Like the 93% dark chocolate shit. It could even be maybe a a coffee back. uh, I've been drinking a lot of coffee, you know what? Really? No, I didn't. Yeah, I'm switching to coffee. Not so much energy drinks anymore. I just had a couple of espressos <laughs> on my way. Dude, uh, I've gotten into that. Now, do you put the espresso in your coffee? Well, they did it for me. But I have. I look at that little ass cup, and I'm like, what the fuck you want me to do this? Come, come on. Come on. It's like two like heavy pours of espresso. Yeah. You put in a well, little white cup. I got take two sips, you're done with it. I've got I think it's called an espresso, but on one side it's got the what do you call it? I think a K cup. Your yeah. K cup on one side. Then on the other side, there's this little like freaking single load shotgun that you drop a little espresso thing into. And I'm like, bam, 14 ounces, double arrow coffee, a couple quick uh, white chocolate, fucking uh espresso. That's great, dude. Yeah, so I, I've got a heat swirl coffee machine, which for whatever that is, and an espresso. So I've got the double espresso pods I can put in there. And then I have a grinder where I can, uh, you know, grind and pack my that was, See, that was the thing that I did. By, I bought a grinder because I don't know if it was you. Or it may have been the squirt in German. Not so squirt in German now. But um, I was it's talking about how German. it's cheaper. It's cheaper to buy whole bean. Oh yeah. Than it is to get ground coffee. Hell yeah. And uh, look, I've never been a coffee buff. Okay, most of the coffee I drank in my life came out of a green plastic container that, by the time you got to it, the defect line, it was cold. So, doesn't matter. Um, but you get into coffee, and I was like, so I bought um, when I was in Alaska. I, I'm going to bring it over Sunday. We'll have a cup of coffee during football. But it's called Bone Dead Coffee. I, and you know you're gonna say when you see it, you're gonna know why I bought oh speaking of that, you're gonna know why I bought it. I brought your totem pole. Um I have Death Witch coffee. I've had that. It's okay, the bag looks like Death Witch coffee. It's skulls all over it and yeah. palm trees and shit. But there's like three levels. They're ground of, uh, Death Witch. This too. is just this, okay. For this one, this is just their full, their black full, right. they called it. Ground for uh I guess it's a one pound bag, I would say. The ground was like seventeen dollars. Whole bean, nine. I'm like, that's cool because my grinder was eight bucks. So I'm right. still making the deal better. The only thing is, is you got to then pack your K cup. And then once you use it, you got to clean it out and whatever. So there's yeah. a little work involved. But if you're spending well, the time drinking, if I had it and- my way, I would well, see this is where I, I kind of this doesn't make much sense because I'm like, dude, I miss just the drip. You know what I mean? Like the pot, but I'm not drinking a pot of coffee. You right. know what I mean? I'm not doing that. And uh, well, they have the presses. I mean, there's all different kinds of ways to do your shit. I ordered coffee after dinner on the cruise, and they brought out one of those press things. You know, I was like, it was a call. Is that called yeah, those are press? pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was all right. I mean, it was cool, but I'm doing a lot in the morning. I'm doing you know, cigar and coffee, and it's I know it's old school. You know, I mean, it's, it's like the original freaking pairing next to water, you know. But I mean, I've been with Zick at his house in the yeah, morning. I, Looked that up the other day. A little hooligan and some fucking oh, coffee. Yeah. And I'm drinking. What I'm drinking right now is uh, Black Label's um, Bishop's Blend coffee. Oh. And that shit's strong. Strong. I'm surprised you didn't get any of that Cuban stuff for Bill. Uh, I'm going to grab some. 
probably at the event. That's that coffee is some from heavy Key West. Black stuff. Yeah, I like. I don't. Do you put anything in your coffee? Oh yeah. Oh no, I don't. Uh, black. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I put ice in it, but <laughs> I went through. I went through all the uh, different creamers and whatever, and I just put a light Italian sweet. It's just a real, a little Italian because I mean, my grandfather jacked me up right off the bat. Right. Says, here, sit down, have a little coffee, and put a little cream in that little. Put a little cream in that for that kid over there. I'm like, that's cool, Dad. Grandpa, well, everybody always wired up. Everybody always laughs at me when I talk about coffee because I'm like, dude, I drink my coffee black, right? But then every time I go to Starbucks, I get those milkshakes. Like, dude, right now they've got the uh I call it a milkshake because there's probably no coffee in it, but it's like the mint chocolate chip venti frozen. Oh, dude. I've never gotten anything other than a latte Bro. there. So you know what up, I really no flavors, like? just latte. Um, espresso we, and a little whipped milk. When we were in Key West last time, we walked down there to that Starbucks right there off of Duval and walked in. This guy in front of me got an extra black coffee with a pump of peppermint. And I was like, what? Okay. I was like, what are you doing? He goes, that little syrup right there. I just do a half pump because he goes, it's all sugar. I was like, really? He's like, you got to like mint. I was like, but I love mint. I'm like, are we talking peppermint ice cream, mint chocolate chip, wintergreen? Where are we going here with this mint? He goes, he goes, think about peppermint ice cream. I was like, get the fuck. I, every time, I don't do it all the time, but like when, like January, February, when it's cold as hell outside. Oh, dude, go there and get a hot black coffee with a pump of peppermint. Oh, it's so good. So good. Wow. We really got on the coffee. Yeah, but there. you can't smoke cigars with that one. Too much mint. Anyway, let's come back to the cigars and the bourbon. So what do you think about this? You know, one thing I will say, the construction is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, well, that's you got to start yeah. there. Yeah. I think. And then, you know, you got to have something that's interesting. And I like the feel of it. I mean, it just feels I, there's just some cigars that someone hands me and it feels light. Yeah. And I think it's crazy to think that your fingers and holding a cigar can feel the difference and i mean very minute difference in weight of tobacco well that, that probably comes with experience right so we've talked before about you know people talk about how you hold your cigar how you do this how you do that right you predominantly smoke like that you do i predominantly yeah. smoke this way most of the time i'm yeah, always kind of like this so if like, you do yeah, the I same really thing oh you do that when you're getting to the end like you'll put your fingers over it yeah you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over, right? You're going to know. You know what I mean? Like, I, we used to joke all the time, because it sounds so bad when you admit it, but, like, we've been drinking straight pours of whiskey long enough that I can tell if you're saying you're giving me a two-ounce pour and it's not two ounces. I can tell by looking at the glass, you know? Yeah. Same thing with a cigar. You know, you smoke a cigar every day, and you're smoking through, you know, cigars Even if I pour long, a two-ounce depending on the size or whatever, I still bet it's right there. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little over, maybe a tad under, but mostly probably more over, but it's right there. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I got this today at Barrel Blends, mm -hmm. and it's out in Bridgeton, and I always have gone in there, and there's just, I mean, he's got the same old, same old every time. And I'm like, boring, boring, boring. 
I've gone there probably a year or so. I stop in every once in a while. I've been there maybe three times. So today I was taking Janine to lunch to Olive Garden. And I said, let me run in here real quick. They had like seven um, barrel picks. They had smoke wagon. They had every smoke wagon. I guess they had a Halloween edition. Yeah, it's the one I sent you last year from. Uh... I have one of those, by the way. Oh, I'm waiting for Halloween. I need one. But of those. this one had a, a, a skull on it. Um, and they had a rye anyway. And I mean, I'm just telling you, they had some stuff there. They had barrel proof um, larceny. They had. Um, Elijah Craig um, toasted. They had the Empire, this new Empire. Yeah, this one. is the one I had at the humidor. Yeah. Yeah. I have that one. Do you? Yeah. I need to, I want to get one of those. But the other, the, this one is, uh, it's got a skull on it, which is really interesting. Smoke wagon is good stuff, man. Oh, I haven't had any bad smoke wagon yet. I don't hate smoke wagon at all. Oh, hell. See the one with the skull? Yeah. And then these two, I think we've had. Where is this place at? It's out in Bridgeton. And then I think we've had, the, I think I have that in the basement. Yeah, you have that. Because I, I think Doug gave us yep, that. Yep. I know. I've and then this rye, I don't that know. That one, the black one. Yeah, that's, I think, Castrate. Yeah, we've had that one. Doug gave us. But this green one, I haven't had. I haven't seen that. But these are all their barrel. Well, a lot of their. That's dope. Yeah, and this guy up here, uh, this one, Redwood I, Empire. Yeah, yeah. Now I think I've had that. You've Grizzly. had, had all of them. I, you think I've had the pipe dream? Yeah, I know you have. Because you know he really likes this one. Nah, it just all sucks. I'm so happy because he was like, "Oh, I highly recommend this." I'm like, "Really?" Oh, well, you never... take a sip of that. You'll remember the last. And time I think you had this it. Grizzly was pretty good. I had that. Yeah. Um, anyway, they really had some interesting stuff, including oh, cash right that was, huh? Yeah, nice. 50, 50, 60 bucks. Man, so I just and drew I off this, they, huh? Drew off this and retro this, and it's got. I know we're sitting over here talking about mint and everything. You know, you pick fresh basil. Fresh, you know, like fresh basil. basil, basil. Yeah, I know that, it's yeah, an herb. That, yeah, that kind of snappy, um, vegetative kind of spice that you smell. It's kind of played around on the tongue a little bit when I let that go. You're saying kind of herby, like yeah, herby. Thank you. Yeah, but not the bug. Yeah, that really tanged my nose. Know, yeah, my nose a, is even tinging a little it's bit. Got a, and I'm really I'm digging on this cigar. I like it. I'd like to get into Davidoff, man. You know, well, whatever. I'd love to get into Davidoff, but you know, Davidoff's kind of like I was talking to somebody today, and they was talking about the rising cigar prices, and I was like, you know, look, overall cigar prices across the board, you know, twelve to fifteen dollars is still the nine to twelve dollars is pretty much seventy eighty percent of the industry, you know. But he was talking about Cohiba, and I was like, look, man, Cohiba's been around so long, 
that you need to expect if you're going to go buy Cohiba, think $15. Just be acceptable with $15. And then 20 won't surprise you, <laughs> you know. But I'm like, there are some things that just the price on it, man. Like, you know, this cigar in a humidor, if you're buying it out of a box, is going to run you $17, $18. And I'm like, man, I could go get two Jaime Garcias. I could go get two Selection of Casadores Unicos. I could go name two cigars you could go get. I think my box of late hour Robustos were around $22. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And late, I think, I think late hour, again, I'm saying I think here because I don't know the echelon of these cigars, but I, if I had to bet on it, I would say late hour is, you know, not that this special R is down here, but late hour is still a, it's a higher tier, I guess I should say, but this thing kicks. I like this cigar. It's um not the, the mild thing's interesting to me. I'm gonna have to read a lot about that because this isn't a very strong cigar. I'm not saying that, but it's definitely more bold and it's got more um spice containment to it than I than I would have thought going into it. You know, it does have some spice in it. A little bit, crazy. but it's but it's like it's almost oily though. You know, it's not it's not on the tip of your tongue. It doesn't like shoot it's through a little your nostrils. Be, I mean, I think that's why it's really tingling my nose. It's kind mm-hmm. of peppery. <laughs> anyway, man. God's great. So cigar is great. I love this. Uh, this Magnus is really Magnus. cool. I, I think. Okay, I'm, I'm going to come up with the term for well, this. Now, listen, one of the unique flavors we're getting not only. Are we drinking eight to twelve year blended MGP? But we've got a sherry and a um, um, cognac finish, and you're getting some of that too. That's trippy. That's a whole lot of sweetness, and it's not that sweet. No, it's, it's really, really it's really uh, mild on the sweetness meter. I'm trying to think how I want to. I'm going to say this right now. As far as we, we're about probably an inch into this cigar. Almost done with the first pour on this, man. This is a solid pan. This is great. If you team, huh? if you can do this, do this. This is amazing. If you're if you're out and or if you have some of these uh, anniversary or ours from Davidoff, um, and you see this Magnus, um, do this. This is a solid freaking pairing, man. Solid yeah. pairing. Um, so anyway, so much to talk about. There's man, there's so much craziness going around. Um, what are we about to get into? Oh my gosh, I don't even know what to get into. So, I guess, first of all, we are very excited about getting spooky. Yes, let's do it. The last, um, I mean, we might as well get that out of the way. We're spooky's here. It's like, oh, it's should be on the train headed here, whatever. It'll leave tomorrow morning. Um, We are so excited. Our first spooky launch tour event is next Saturday, October 7th. Uh, It's a cut and light at Cigar Vault Pacific, Missouri from 12 to 2. The event posters are going up on social Sunday. Are we doing anything else with them, like a spooky event? Like This is the spooky cut and light event. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. is there a bunch then, of other things going on, or is this just us at the cigar bar? There's like no town thing going on. Oh, there's on a bunch or... of shit going on. Oh, it's just Fun, the thing where we're gonna have chili, chili cook off. No, no, no. We'll get in fine. Oh, we'll okay. get in fine. Yeah. There's a big chili cook off. Um 
There is a big fundraising thing by Pacific Partnership. Going to be a lot of people, and Spooky's the highlight of the day. We're stoked about that. Um, then we've got Stanley's on the 26th. Yeah. Spooky launch event there. Um, $40 ticket gets you all four cigars, costume contest, everything else. And then we've got the haunted spooky launch at Bootlegger Cigars Apothecary in Washington, Missouri on the 27th. That's going to be fun. All these are going to be barn burners. And then we're going to have our Nightmare Before Christmas event in December at Grand Crew. We'll get all that out there to you as well. But and God knows spooky what is here. About between then but yeah i'm just excited about it it's a it's a bigger size for us too and you can talk a little bit about that tell us about the size and the blend and everything what we're doing it's our third nicaraguan puro release um very unique on this one is when the blending process was taking place um we kind of asked to do something unique on it we didn't necessarily want to go i did exclude a scurrow in colorado wrappers from it because i didn't want to get into the velvet or the so dark that it you know people get the wrong impression of the cigar by the the visual of it um what ended up happening is the the master blending minds that were at work uh three-year-old sun-grown wrapper uh nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper was placed over nicaraguan binders and fillers and the average agent tobacco on the cigar is between three and five years old um, the cigar is going to retail around $14, $15, um, but it's a big, big Bellicoso. It's a six and a half by, <laughs> depending on your measurements, 52, 54. Um, it's a, it's a big cigar. It's a very, there's a lot of flavor in the cigar. Are we call it the Bellicosa or no, it's torpedo. torpedo. It's torpedo. So, sorry, it's just I think because I, I love, think I love the, the word Bellicosa. Yeah. But I thought we it's were a, doing it, no, this, this is a torpedo. torpedo. This is a torpedo. Um, I honestly, we could probably call the size the witch's peak. I think it'd be kind of fun because the cat spooky and I, you've heard me say that before in bellicosos, yeah. but the issue though, is, or in torpedoes is the issue though, is our torpedo is a proper torpedo. There's no bend or curve to it. So you can't, you know, um, but I'm very excited about it. It's going to be on the podcast next week. We're going to talk all about it when we smoke it and everybody can know about it. Um, we will be releasing images of boxing and everything like that in the next couple of days. We did tonight finalize um, interior, exterior box design. So cigars are labeled. Uh, everything's ready to go. 300 spooky are going to be in our hands in about five days. And we're very, very excited about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else? What do you should think? I mean, fuck it. I just no, can't I'm wait just, to show it to This him. is going to be our second box release. The Reaper was a box release. This is a box mm-hmm. release. You know, the other ones, we started out with three packs, and we still do that. Um, we're trying. I mean, the plan still is is to get all of them in boxes at some point. I think the next box one we're trying to get out there, still in the black and white series, is the Cyclops, our it original, is. our anchor. And it's Bellicosa. In a Bellicosa yep. in a box. And um, but that's we're trying to get it all boxed and we're still going to have the three packs and then we may even have a four pack now that we've got the, the four uh, deal. So anyway, a lot of exciting things going on for the fall and God knows what might be added because, um, you know, to spend it on the weather in the fall, it's just going to be awesome. Um, so anyway, that's all the to do with uh, Spooky and our fall events. But um, now 
Am I to believe that you have not watched any of the Ahsoka series? I have not at all. Okay. So we really don't need to get into that then. I'll wait till you. We can yeah. talk more about that. Now, I guess we bounce back to football because, you know, we're chief fans because we don't have any, you know, it's not battle hawk season right now. So we kind of throw the wind to the chiefs. I, you know, was from Kansas city. So we've been following them and this whole Taylor Swift damn thing. It's just I love out it. of hand. So it's I listen, hand, man. I listen to, I listen to new Heights, Travis and Jason, their podcast. Um, it's really funny how they handle the entire situation. Yeah, and he it's doesn't really, say really much cool. about anything. No. Well, and when you hear him, the way he says it, it's really unique because He's being he's being professional, you know. He's he's like uh, yeah, it's the only, and I'm sure he's been my private life. Well, he he says at one point he goes, you know, I I brought this all on myself, and uh, you know, I knew it was getting out of hand when paparazzi was at my house. And Jason goes, "Hey, you know it's paparazzi because they're at my window at three o'clock in the morning with really expensive cameras." <laughs> he should just probably put in his window. Taylor Swift is not here. Right, right. So the big, Just the big the sign thing out now, front right now. I'm the big, bed. the big thing now ready is for the game. Don't even worry about it. We She's got not the here. Chiefs against the Jets at MetLife Sunday night. You know the biggest question around this game is Taylor Swift going to be at MetLife? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was at my mom's birthday party. Uh, by the way, mom, happy birthday! Yeah, happy 85. birthday, Mama Hodges. I, mastered up some great pork steaks for the fam and uh you know you know uh lauren my sister's daughter came up she goes you know i just want you to know that uh kelsey really wasn't shit till taylor swift showed up at one of his games and i'm like whoa now i know you're razzing me because you really you know come on anyway that was kind of silly but yeah i will say this i mean kelsey's likes must have just went through the roof though they said that his jersey sales went up 400% after that game. That's crazy. Now, here's what's crazy to me. You know what got lost in that performance? Was the 41-10 third-string players in the fourth quarter. Which, when is the last time we saw win that? over the Chicago Bears. That all – I know it's the Bears, okay, but still. That was an amazing display of – uh, well, the points were, it was fucking 30, what, 35-0? Yeah, okay, but, okay, so another team racked it up 70 points. Well, yeah, you know, that was and the obviously, Dolphins against the Broncos, but. Yeah, but um, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. What got lost in all that is everybody's more worried about if Travis is sticking it to Taylor and not the fact that. Fun. Hell yeah, dude. And if they are, great, right on, not, man, cool. Like. Yeah, I think it's friends. I think it's funny how people care so much about it. And I did. There was one thing that irritated me. I was watching Good Morning Football on Monday morning when I was in the gym. And uh, one of the female hosts on there, her argument was this can't be real because, look, Travis Kelsey in football, he is one of one of, if not the most popular player in football, right? The right. dance moves, the way they act like all that. Him and Patrick's got kind of a swagger about it. Right. Everybody likes her argument was what does Taylor dating Travis do for her? Right. She's famous around the world. He's nothing compared. He shouldn't say it like that, but he's football famous. He's football world. She's world famous. Right. She wouldn't. Why would they that ear? Because I'm like, OK, hang on. So you mean that because I'm the greatest tight end to ever play football. 
uh, I can't, I can't date a pop star. Well, I don't know if it's a dating thing. I just think she's like, man, this sounds like good fun. Let's go to Chief Stadium. All right, let's let's do this. Hang on, let's do this, and then we'll move on from it. All right, let's just go ahead and put this out there. Are they together or not? No, I don't think so. I don't either. I just think it's a friend. They had some fun. Do you want me to tell you why? Why? Why he actually brought this up? Let me dead my face and goes. When have you ever heard about Taylor Swift's relationships? And even I went in her albums. Yeah. Everyone starts laughing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Good point. Right. Good point. You know, and I don't think she'll be. And I don't I don't think they She's are got more going on to start following. Going hey, on. and you know what? If they are cool, but like, can't they just be every other celebrity couple and it doesn't have to fucking take over Good Morning Football for me? Right. I was trying to watch the coach reactions from the Miami Broncos game. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to yeah. see coach reactions. Instead, there were 90-minute segments on Travis Kelsey and fucking Taylor Swift. Yeah, but it's and this whole thing kind of really kind of outshadowed um, the new contract that Mahomes signed, um, bringing him into par, but yet trying Highest to Highest-paid player. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, you know, he's earned it. Yeah. Um, so that, that was great. And then the other crazy thing is, is right now, for us here in Missouri, you know, we've got Missouri football. It's it's really going well right now. For Let's that. go. Talk about Mizzou. Yeah. 4 0. Yeah. And now they're playing Vanderbilt. If they play like they should play, they should, you know, take care of business there. And then they play uh, um, another one that they should win. Well, the problem is, is like, this is what I'm worried about with Mizzou. Not that I'm a Mizzou fan. All right. But. I'm not saying I'm not. Either. But it's a Missouri team doing well. Yeah. Hasn't done this well in a while. And it's a lot of excitement around their quarterback, this receiver, yes. who has got some incredible speed. Yes. They've got this little lockup, and they've got a good defense. So it's not, but it's like Mizzou's in the SEC, right? When I don't know what Mizzou's schedule is. I'm not going to look this up. But Mizzou's got to go play those bangers in the SEC. Mizzou plays Georgia. Mizzou plays well, – I'm not saying Alabama because they're kind of getting their ass. And I think – I think Saban's deal with the devil's over, but they go to play Georgia. They got to go play fucking Tennessee. They go play Florida. They start playing these big SEC teams. Well, they're going to play LSU. I don't I think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I don't I, know that that team's well, there. Last year they almost beat Georgia, and yeah, they I almost. Know. I know. They I want to beat LSU too. Yeah. So. You would think maybe they're getting closer, but you know we'll just see. We'll see where well, the rubber but hits it, but the road. It, but it's also really cool that, you know, again, I'm I'm not a I didn't go to college. I'm not I'm not a college sports guy, but I am an SEC football fan. Mizzou has never been known for their football program. It's a they good were portal a while school. Ago. They played uh, before the portal was a real thing. It's a good portal school. Like guys go to Mizzou, they play. They start getting national TV coverage. Then they end up going to bigger schools, right? But Who's now, the other coach that was there that had, had I, a nice I, little I, I run? Pinkle. Uh, Pinkle? Pinkle. Yeah, he had them going really well, and they, they were ranked for a while, and that was really exciting. But that was before they were in the SEC, though, right? Yes, you're right. they're new to the SEC yes. like four years, five years? Um, I think you're right. Maybe even right. a little longer. Years just fly maybe. by. Well, good, but it we always look at pre-COVID, right so yeah, right. it's at least been yes. maybe six. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But what I'm getting at now with no, no 
disrespect to Mizzou. Mizzou's 4-0 against teams that should have beat them when you look at it on paper. They're 4-0 against teams that should have beat them. I think Mizzou's starting to turn into – it's going to kind of be – they're developing. It's, yeah. it's turning into a program where I think now if you got – you know, you got kids that are in seventh, eighth grade playing football, right? Did you say you, you know you get those kids that by their sophomore year they're talking to recruiters and things like I think Mizzou's coming into that conversation in the Midwest. Well, not only about K State is the the biggest team they play, and when you watch that whole game from start to finish, I mean Mizzou shot themselves in the foot a bunch of times. Well, and that's they why they really should have won that by yeah. a touchdown a, more or two more. Yes. easily, <laughs> and they yes. shot themselves on the foot. So I don't know. It's just really going to be interesting. They take care of business against Vanderbilt. And some of the big boys come into town. Let's tell see you something. Happens. You get some assholes that drive to your neighborhood. Well, that's my neighbor. These guys come in hot. He's got a Jeep. Yeah, he's. Oh, got that a, explains all of it. It's his first Jeep, and he. I think he's. Is he even? I know he's great. He's no. a fantastic kid. But he is. Um, what? How old do you think he is? I think he's like seventeen, maybe. Yeah. Excuse anyway. me, sir. May I have another? Visky, you're on porn duty, bro. You're like you're sensuous. Let's, let's move on then. Sensuous, closer, for sure. Definitely. So the other two, what um? Oh yeah, please. This one, um, let's do the left first. Okay. Yeah, because I think we've only had that on once. No, twice. We had on twice. Now I have to give props to um, Soifer. Yeah, Mad Russian. You know, you, you're right. Um, that's what I was getting ready to do. But I, I'm just saying he has brought some things to the table. And one of them is this backbone bourbon. And I have the backbone bourbon. And by the way, Sybil just met with this rep and tried a bunch of them. And she actually gave me the list of what she really liked. I also have a 15-year backbone, which is absolutely fantastic too. So, but this is one that we've had, and I saw it down in there, and I was like, yeah, let's do a little backbone. We're getting into the bony, you know, Halloween season. Yeah. And so. um, very excited. Speaking of, dude, this is a great cigar. I think I'm going to look into getting a box of these. It's a box of 24. But you know one thing? I really, really like these five packs that, that Davidoff does. The packaging's beautiful. Yeah, they're phenomenal. And remember the display, when you see the display? Like Outlaw's got that Davidoff corner and how it's set up. It's singles, boxes, five packs. Yeah. It's 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 a stellar layout. And I love it. And this is a this is gonna go into whatever uh can't I'm not gonna say regular smoking rotation, but it's I'm just surprised. as much as I can. How I'm spicy ex- it is. Yeah, it's a complete uh <laughs> part of my French for all you guys. It's a mind fuck. It's the cigar doesn't when you read what they rate it, when you read what's what is based on in, in the the tier of the R uh, anniversary the, the R tobacco that they give it a, a lower sta- standard of setting, but it's it's a phenomenal cigar. Okay, so this particular one is a proof of and it is a single barrel at 118 and this is an mgb product as well um 
which so many of them are, but this is, it is really good. Uh, anyway, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Let's do this. So did you tell them what it was? Yeah. Backbone bourbon. Backbone bourbon. It's a single barrel, 118 proof, MGP. And they've got, I want to say they've got probably seven, eight expressions out. Uh, backbone. I, anyway, I, I can name them off. They, the Forge, they got a bunch of them. So if you get a chance, I want to say they're probably anywhere from 60 to 80 bucks a bottle. Is that a, on average. a sour mash? Backbone? Yeah. I don't think so. So I'm still trying to figure out... Um, you know, I've looked it up. I've read it. You're getting I've back seen to a it. single barrel it, where that one we just had was a triple cast and finished um, as its regular cast and blended at uh, a 6.8. And then you've got the sherry cast finish. And then they go to a um, cognac finish. Right. Okay. Okay. So that might be what I'm going back at. We're, this, we're feeding you're back getting to... back some of the basics of a single barrel. That I don't know what the year, like how how many years this is, but my bet is is probably a six seven year. Um, bottle three twenty two. Age in months seventy seven months. Why don't you just tell us years? Was seventy seven months? Yeah, five years, five, five and a half years. Yeah. Pretty damn 72 months is 72 years. times 12 is five, right? But just close to six. That would be my bad. Anyway. Um this um anniversario. Anniversario? Anniversario. Anniversario. I know. I remember we initially were talking about cigars. Let's just start the first one. We'll go a 53 or a 35. Because those were some of our numbers in sports. Yeah, I remember we talked about that. And I remember like, this. Why do they got This will actually let, let's go. Let's go back into uh, crafted grow history. So when we first launched the podcast, you know, you and I have been like family from the day we fucking met. I will never forget the one bottle that launched our friendship, yeah. our love for each other. Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond, six year old white label, screw top, was just dusting away on this top shelf above a TV with the lights hitting yeah. it and. Then it'll be a five dollars a pour, and we ended up sitting there and enjoying that. And then it's history from there, right? And um, I want to clarify something though that was a six year, and I'm pretty sure it was six dollars a pour discount, bro. Well, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, all right, discount, yeah. bro. Come on, I'm well, looking at, this was not I'm $6 looking at stuff total, year. okay, whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. but uh. So we, we get into the podcast, we're doing all that, and and the conversation, we're like, dude, yeah, it'd be fucking cool to, and we've talked about this a lot, Cyclops was never meant to, we weren't supposed to have a cigar company, that was not what we were doing. No. We wanted to just have something for the podcast that we were going to keep, and we were going to smoke whenever we wanted to, and we could buy them, license, and everything like that, and not have to worry about it, but uh, my hockey and football number, uh, my entire, what do you want to call a career, you know, Pee-wee, Bantam, high school, whatever, was 53. The Cowboys football number through his professional career, his college career was 35. It just it was always funny because, you know, 
I don't think I need to explain that to you. I hope not. Yeah. But yeah. um, we, we joked. We were like, okay, so we'll do two cigars. I'm like, 135 and 153. Yeah, give me a Craft and Puro. Why is it going to uh, be weird? 35 Robusto. <laughs> right. They're gonna oh, that 35, yeah. you know, Torpedo <laughs> or that 35 Shark. Oh, yeah. And well, then, that's pretty damn easy. And then it went on from there. And I remember when the when the Cyclops came out, I was like, dude, I want to do something with an anchor, you know, because when you start your journey, you drop the anchor. And then the that's numbers technically your yeah, numbers. I, I don't right. think we've talked about the numbers until now. <laughs> right. I just remember. I don't think we've ever brought it up until now. Well, because there's still – because it, some of these descriptions of the cigars and sizes – and um, many other factors, and you remember all of them. And I'm like, oh my god, give it up! I'm not gonna remember. I've just, them. I've just messed with them for so friggin' long. And, you, and you're there as a human door, but even uh, now, and telling everybody what's what. So I get it for you. Even but- now, they're starting to mess with it again. You know, there's certain things are starting to change. You're starting to see new fun sizes. And I almost have a little bit of admiration for it. I think it's kind of fun. You know, like I've always loved what John and Miguel have done at Crown Heads, right? Like the Toro's a Willie Lee, you know. Um, I like that. But then below that, it still gives you the dimensions of the cigar. Um, it's It's fun. It's fun when you do it. But at the same time, it would – it's – more accessible to the new smoker or the you know still some of my favorite people to smoke cigars with like i've told we talked about this before you and i do it all the time we smoke a lot together when we're not doing the podcast what are you smoking what are you smoking? okay and try this let's do this yeah we just smoke and we talk about it we're just hanging out but it's like bro i just tried this damn 107 Nicaraguan, right? I was like, dude, you gotta have it. Aurora, <laughs> about yeah, La Aurora, and yeah. it's like it's an inexpensive cigar, and it smokes expensive. It's a good, and well put together cigar. It's fantastic. Here's here's the um, I don't know if the word I'm looking for is stigmatism or the arrogance, and I don't mean this with any disrespect attached to it. I think it's just the way that the industry has conditioned everyone over the past decade. I'm sitting in this lounge on the ship. And I got 50 fucking cigars with me, right? I got $1,000 worth of cigars in this humidor. And I'm talking to the guy around the humidor. And I was like, I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, that's a Nicaraguan La Roy. I've never heard of this. $5. I buy one. I ended up buying the rest of that box. Or I brought some home. Yeah. People, they put another box out. People ask me, they're like, hey, what should I get? I'm like, dude, the cheapest cigar in that humidor is the best cigar in that humidor. Nobody listened to me. Everybody bought... The Monte Cristo, the Macanudo, the Cohiba, the Arturo Fuente. They they went to what was known. And I'm like, bro, you guys are all missing out. That you could buy three of these for the one that you just bought. And this cigar is the best cigar in there. You know, it was, it's not a super strong cigar, but it's got all the flavor in the world to it. You know, I, I didn't even know that La Aurora played with Nicaraguan tobacco. I'd never seen right. that. I never knew it. You know, I mean, they have some of the most expensive Honduran Dominican tobacco I've ever seen, but I didn't know they did that. And it was such a phenomenal cigar. Then this time I got the 107, uh, the 107 anniversaries. God, they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I did see online the other day, they tagged me about the Vihave, um, uh, like porcelain jars, the the 15. Yeah. Riverside. Those are gorgeous. Like, yeah, they're $1,100? No, no, no. 
way more than that. Really? Yeah. Hang on. I looked at it because I was gonna buy one. Uh, and I was like, down over uh, Riverside posting them. They're right here. Yeah, and how much? So what are they saying? So that's the jar. Uh, four options available. Let me go to the. Let me go to their. Uh, I said we're kind of waiting on quick. the same kind of concept yeah. with. Uh, Those are coming next. Those are coming next year. I talked yeah, to uh, Jimmy today about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, picking up our face boxes on Wednesday too. This coming Wednesday. This coming Wednesday. Yeah. So I just and you you've know. seen what the boxes? Did you show I'll us show what the boxes? Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking great. Uh, but uh, I'll just tell you what they ring out at and just send it to me. I'm buying them all at once because I don't need any vultures going after them. Five twenty-five for that ceramic. Yeah, damn, is beautiful. They're dope, man. But well, like, at some point, you gotta just kind of like pull the reins back a little. I love love those ceramic jars, and I, I wish. Look, I'm sure it's incredibly ex- – normally you look at something like that and you're like, oh, man, they're just trying to blow on the packaging. I'm sure those ceramic jars probably cost them 100 bucks. Like, they're not cheap. Yeah, the only thing that brings the cost down is is they're doing quite a few. Well, yeah, but still. But they're some of the coolest packaging options that you can run with, I think. And it would be really cool if more people did them, but then it – it does that thing where it takes the nostalgia away from it, right? If everyone's releasing a ceramic jar, okay, take your pick. Which one do you want? They're not, you know, that's like with the Tat 25th or 20th three ones, the blue and the white ones are blue and red. Are they blue and red? Blue and white. I don't remember. They're blue and red. But aren't they more like the, um, they're like a real soft ceramic, like white tatuai, kind of like the um, the uh, asterisk. Yes, yes. Yeah. They're yeah. in that same kind yeah, of Yeah, 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 for sure. But they're, I mean, still, it's not, it's, you know, peace. It's not like they did 10,000. No, but those are like white ivory with gold yeah. nines. Yeah. Elevate your so, all right, Patreon, we're just running through an ad real quick. Um, Woodworks STL. If you guys still want to get ashtrays made, make sure you hit them up. It's back it's good. It's tailored to your taste. Discover yours today at visitwoodworks.co or Instagram at woodworks underscore STL. Ignite elegance with every ash. So we're going to get the ceramic ones. Those are going to, those are going to be awesome. But what do you think about the Davidoff now moving against the backbone? I think this is, I'm going to call this a, this is definitely a more, um, well, like you said, going from a blend with a lot of uh, cognac and sherry to a straight bourbon whiskey, um, definitely fuller. They're not fuller, spicier. It's kind of spice to spice, yeah. almost really. It's like it's more of an equal playing field. With well, even though this is mild, I, I <laughs> this packs plenty of uh, flavor. Yeah, this doesn't slump. No. I got, like I said, I got to do some reading on this because I need to figure out what their scale is. Because this is, um, this has more spice than the Scurio does. I love those Scurio tubos. Remember the tubes I brought back from Fox? Yeah, Scott sell those the Scurios. Love those. But you know, this this has more of the spice collection. Like when that um, Black Label limited release that Lit got in 
21, I think. 21 or 22 and 23. I don't remember what the years were. This plays more of that. And that cigar was the wrapper of late hour with the binder and filler of traditional white label. Um, and then they did the second black label limited, which was the tri blend. It was a Scurio, Nicaraguan Puro, and uh, Florida. I think it was Florida Sun Grown. I think, and that, and you know, whichever. But this is probably the spiciest Davidoff I've smoked. Yeah. And it's, this is, I, I've, got, I've got to look at their scale. I got to understand where they place what, where, because I would smoke this cigar every day if I could. This is phenomenal. I really, really like this. Yeah, cigar. I am really surprised too, because we've always talked about Davidoff being outside of the late hour. Um, it was just going to be too mild for us. Well, man, I, I, this I, thing like, is surprising. I've got crazy. a couple. See, they're probably too old now. I got to stop doing that. I've got a couple white label Winston Churchill's, just traditional Davidoff white label. They're they're elegant. They're they're nice. They're calm. They're smooth, easy smoking Dominican tobaccos. They're not. There's nothing to write home about. You know, it's a six a.m. You want to have a nice cigar? Okay, go nuts. But it's nothing. It's not in my alley. It's not up your. It's not. I want to do it when I'm hanging out. You know it. it but then found late hour you know, said years ago. And then now these guys, and I'm just glad that, that I grabbed them. They're fucking great. And you can see there, if you look at the bottom or flip it back over, look at the bottom. You see the leaves that are filled in at the Heco Amano. It's yeah. two and a half on their scale. Oh, I so, see. okay. I guess it's a medium then. Sorry. Yeah. It's a medium, man. If this is a medium, I'd hate to, I'd, we gotta well, I want to go find out what's full. Yeah. You know, like then now, okay. I need to I need to correct myself here. Uh, what I said about smoking Davidoff uh, earlier. You see that red line that goes across the top and down the side. Yeah, that's interesting. It's awesome. I wonder why that is. I I almost think it's part of a color coding for um, that shelf display. Because if you look at the late oh, hour boxes, for it's them gold. to where to put them and yeah, huh, the late hour boxes are gold. Um, black there gold, is there yeah black and gold. There is another Davidoff that I smoked in the past couple of years that uh, I had smoked years ago. Didn't think much of it, but the box press Nicaraguan Puro they do. Um, it's a freaking chocolate bar, like straight Hershey chocolate bar. It, it's it's a good cigar, but but again, it's you know you're you're looking at the fifteen to fifteen to eighteen, just as you get going, you know. Huh. All right. This cigar has been phenomenal. I, I, I'm not upset about this at all. So start. speaking of events, to jump on, mm -hmm. off of the cigar a little bit. Oh. We just did. Uh, we were out in Washington. Yeah. And just did a little cut and light with Bill at Bootlegger. Oh, speaking of Bill, Bill's getting inducted into, you know, Bill was a wrestler, right? Like a WWE wrestler, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Like, are you talking... Rampage, like Rampage champion, Rampage champion wrestling. Not he's like traditional wrestling. Like you're talking no, like, like WWF. Wow, I did not. He's know being that. inducted into the Hall of Fame on the seventh. Badass Billy D. That was his nickname. Oh, we're gonna have to get yeah. some footage of that. Uh, titles and accomplishments: six-time RCW Heavyweight Champion, thirteen-time RCW Hardcore Champion, thirty-five-time RCW Tag Team Champion, and was Rookie of the Year in nineteen ninety-seven. That is uh, Bill Seaving in 1997. 
Uh, we're gonna have to get some footage. Oh and watch yeah. Some of that. Oh my so God. shout out to old Bill, man. Uh, I told him his new is in my phone now. It's badass Billy D. Billy D. It just sounds like he needs to it's work. Billy it. D. Billy D. Oh, yeah. Billy D. It just sounds like he needs to work at a, a Longhorn Steakhouse or something. Badass Billy, Billy D. D. <laughs> I need to pick my steak. Hey, who's grilling there. tonight? Badass Billy D. <laughs> oh, that's uh, but yeah, let's let's talk that's about that. Good. Let's talk about the fall festival. That was fun. Yeah, it was uh, a lot going on. That they oh, had the dude, street you know about Twinkle Brews was down there. Have I ever talked to you about Twinkle Brews? No. So Twinkle Brews, um, young lady that owns it, she what she does is, you know what Cass does with whiskey bottles? Yeah. She started that thing with beer cans. She takes beer cans and makes them into candles. Takes the lids off and just takes the lids off, leaves a little bit of beer in it, infuses that into the wax of the candles, and makes these candles. Oh, uh, amazing! I've, I've talked to her. She got voted. Um, I talked to her. A few weeks ago, she got voted top something. She was down there at still six thirty with Dave and uh, um, what's oh, his name, Andrew. Crazy. But um, it was cool. I, but I didn't know they were there. I scrolled through Instagram the other day, and his post came up for four days ago, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit! If I'd known that, we'd have said something," you know. But well, anyway, it was a great day. It was supposed to rain all day, and it was sunny as hell and breezy and beautiful. And then, of course, we backed that up with uh, the Murray Aqua Ranch out at his place. And we watched the Chiefs demolish the uh, Bears. Wally Wop. Yeah. I like that word. Wally Wopping. Got a Wally Wop. It was a Wally Wopping. And one of the Bears did roll on Mahomes' ankle, but it seems like it's no big deal. He oh, he's kosher. I've been watching him all week. He, he seems fine. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tonight, it's Thursday, guys. You guys yeah. want to know the score of the game tonight? It was the Lions and the Packers. Yeah, Love is the new quarterback for uh, the Packers, I believe. Yeah, well. Um, and then is Goff still? Yeah, Jared Goff is still. Yeah. The, what's the damn score? I don't want to see the replay. Show me the score of the freaking game. Oh, scores. There we go. Uh, let's see. Near the bottom here. I mean, listening. The Lions won 30. Oh, it's still going. 34-20. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, it's over. Yeah, it's over. 34-20. Lions won. Yeah. Lost the bet. Wow. But um, I, I was listening because, you know, I've heard a lot of crazy press on Joe Burrows, and it seems like he kind of came out of his thing a little bit, but Everybody, you know, who's watching football way more than me, it's just like it's not sustainable. Well, dude, I told they're, you they're going to have a rough road. You and I were sitting either right where we are right now, or we were in that pool when it happened. And uh, you and I both, it came, he was out ten weeks. Remember that? Yeah. And we were talking about it. And we told I we thought told, he was out for the season. We told but Dalton about it, and that he was like, "Dude, I couldn't find anything on it." And then all of a sudden, he was playing. And then last week everybody it wasn't coaching staff it wasn't you know uh bangles um back room but everybody was talking they're like look man he's playing in pain you know he needs to take a few weeks fix it let it heal yeah or he's not going to be effective you know like i i talk about and they've got the aj mccorker in there i probably said that but you know the old McCarran. battle hawk the old yeah. Alabama national champion <laughs> 15 yeah. years ago. But um, no, not that long. What was it 15, 14? When was he a 
It wasn't that long ago, right? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, you see that, and it's like, I get it, you know, but I'm like, look, Bengals go 0-3. Go. I don't like Joe Burrow, but I'm telling you, that kid is a quarterback. Go 0-4. He finishes the season 13-4. and But he does when he's healthy. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. That's like take away um, – Take away Mahomes. What happens to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? It's only happened twice in the past five years. What happens when you sh- when you contain him to the pocket? His efficiency drops by 20%. Not too many have done it. Though. No, it's happened twice to, to that degree in five years. What happens, what makes Patrick Mahomes, what makes Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, what makes these quarterbacks so goddamn terrifying is not only will they run for a first down and more, they'll extend a play and move around in a pocket for 9, 10, 11 seconds and create a 40-yard pass. But they have such a great feel, and, and that's getting used to your linemen too. Right. And the defense you're playing, but he knows just about – he's about a two, two-and-a-half second um, – in the pocket, and then he knows it's breaking. Even though he makes his reads, yep. then he has a great about? feel about when the pocket's breaking down. Are you talking about Burrow? No, I'm talking about Mahomes. Oh, you're Mahomes. Okay, What's yeah. good about him in the pocket is there's a lot of pocket guys that don't have pocket sense to know when to move out. And Well, and, but the, the pocket's also not what it was 20 years ago, too, no. right? You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, I, I think there's, there's two sports – that you can't have that argument about, like, as much as I dislike Tom Brady, I do think that he will go down as the greatest quarterback ever because he's the only quarterback to play two decades in five different versions of football, right? Yeah. True. But he was also the only quarterback to play five different versions of football and maintain being a pocket passer the entire time. I kind of right? – It's always funny when you saw, like, Tom Brady run – it's like this fucking draft. Like, what is he doing? It's a newborn draft. He doesn't run, you know. But the cool thing about uh, Brady is he's just a, a simpleton for the most part. Yeah. I mean, he's a good drop back passer. He's very accurate, and he always has had a good, pretty supporting pass for uh, cast for the most part. Yeah. But there was nothing really like he just is like just good sound fundamentals. Patriots tackle good. All blah 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 blah. Mahomes, I he is so different. He is he reminds me of Warner because when Warner came into the game, whoa, he surprised not compare the two of them. Oh, they, they are not the same thing. But let me let me finish and you'll understand what I'm saying. When they've when Warner came onto the scene, he came out of um he came out of arena f- league football. Yeah. You have to get rid of the football Probably quickly. Not. Yeah, and you have to lead your receivers, <clears throat> and not to mention he had some amazing cast of characters to play yes. with too. But it took a year or two for them to kind of catch up to what the Rams were doing, what Warner was doing. He was having quick releases. Right. He was doing things a little different, and then they caught up. Mahomes was kind of he was the guy that would sidearm throw jump well so that's, he's brought a new style that's what to i'm it getting as at well when you, when you talk about i can agree i, I okay i 100 agree that when Mahomes came to the league and started doing his thing i i can agree with that that idea but 
I'm not comparing you know, them to as like quarterback to quarterback. I'm just saying they both came in and were doing some things that were unique. Manipulate the NFL the hadn't seen that. Yeah. And now Mahomes, they're, you know, they're all trying to catch him. And all the other quarterbacks are starting to mimic some of his things and what he does and whatever. Shit, who did it? Who did it last weekend? I was watching Somebody the game. Did Sidearm. And the, no, 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 no. Sidearm to pass. Like non-looking. Who did that? I don't remember. Oh my God, what game was that? It was a quarterback. You did not, you did you didn't see it coming. You it was like Oh my God. I thought Who it was, was one that? of the big time quarterbacks. I was kind of surprised. Was it Tua? No, because I haven't watched any Miami games. No, because I can't get the Miami games. That's a problem. I think Who it was. Um, it's another. Well, I think it was. Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up because I saw it. I'm watching the play. But it was like, a well known quarterback. It, it, it wasn't hurt. No, it wasn't hurts. Uh, I don't know. Either way. Uh, we'll find. We'll figure it out. But no, I mean, let's let's wrap football after this and kind of yeah. Some, but, but anyway, that's a lot about what's going on. Now, let me ask you. Give me two more minutes of football. Who do you see going down the pipe uh, with the Chiefs that you're a little worried about? Maybe. Oh, well, Clyde's on his way out. Edwards Hilaire, he's on his way out. Ceh, he's he's wrapping it. Um, you're talking about from Titans. Clyde's Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Is the third running oh, back for the oh, Chiefs? Oh, running back. I thought you yeah. were talking about running back. No, you asked about the Chiefs, and I'm worried about. Yeah. Um. I, okay. So while you're thinking, I'm so, no, I'll tell you, Tony. Um, he's phenomenal, but what I'm worried about is, I'm talking about other teams are going to play. Oh, like oh, down the, and, down um, the stretch, teams are going to play that a little concerned about. Yeah. <laughs> We know the Chiefs, right? We haven't seen any Miami. That's the one. I'm a nah, see, concerned. but I don't. I don't see. You're not worried about Miami. They're week one. Hang on. Week one and week two. You're not worried about them. After what they did to the Broncos, now everybody, every poll has taken Miami to the top powerhouse in the league. That is a once. That was. I get it. That was a bad bet, man. That sucked. That was bad. They have Miami but and Powerhouse one above. Do them. you want to know who I'm worried about? I'm worried about the Jets. And I'll tell you why I'm worried about the Jets. The Chiefs are coming off this blowout fucking win against Chicago at home. We know how the Chiefs are, man. They play to their competition. I'm worried that they're gonna get a little too shoulder chips. Damn good. That defense is fucking clutch. Yeah. But if there's one guy that can break it down, it's Mahomes, and it's not. And a lot of people be like, "It's Mahomes, Mahomes and Kelsey." I'm like, "No, it's this ain't not." Gonna be because a game, this is going to be a hard fought. I'm game, telling you, I, I think, think I'm, I'm telling you right now. I think this game is 27-17. Chiefs will win it, but I bet no. the Chiefs. I bet the Chiefs don't score first. Yeah, I bet they don't. I bet Spagnola is going to play it soft because it's the Jets. Zach All Wilson, right. what's he going to do? He's going to play it soft, and they're going to ram one down the Chiefs' throats. All right. Well, damn, that backbone. That backbone is good, man. And it's 118. I keep forgetting that. It's good. Uh, let me uh, run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> keep on going. Yeah. Lead so, us into our next topic. Yeah. Well, the next topic is we're going to be finishing up this backbone. And then I thought, man, we have not touched any blood oath 
Um, now, me and Mark did have a, a chance, I want to say, and he, he can correct me or not. I think we had a nine um, a week or two ago. Somebody brought it to the table. Oh, wait a minute. You know, that might have been Rusty um, who brought that in. And that was fabulous. But I thought we would go back. So the next one we're going to be pouring is a pack eight. And when we get to it, I'll read all the particulars, but that'll be our third one here. And I'm just coming down to about literally an inch left on this Davinoff. And I, I'm really surprised by this cigar. Um, and I really shouldn't be because sometimes we get with some of these cigars that we have in our mind that we think they're going to be mild and they're not going to be that big of a uh, a spice bomb or anything, and they end up being pretty amazing cigars. Excuse me. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this week, just to finish up with the uh, Chiefs, this is a late night primetime Sunday night. We'll be here at the Agua Farm with uh, the Murrays, and um, we'll be enjoying that, and that should be a fun watch. Anyway, so yeah, I'm excited about. Um, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a great freaking football, man. I, I love football season because we get we get right back to scheduled hangouts. <laughs> we we literally, I mean, not like that we ever have to do that, but it, I I always jo I joked with the cowboy uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, you know, we don't plan shit for our podcast of where we're going, but football season comes around, whether it's XFL. For the NFL, we know where we're at, what time we're going to be there, what we're bringing, who's doing what, and what we're doing on the day of event. It's wild. It's so much fun. But, so, so did you talk about the next bourbon? I did. I told them once we finish this, I'll tell them a little bit more about it. I know that I told them it's a pack eight. We had the pack nine. I think Rusty brought it. Yeah. Uh, uh, when we did the um, – we smoked that new Cohiba. Um, and we had the pack nine. Yeah, he remember he came walking around. He had that bottle behind his back. So I thought it'd be fun to go back to eight and give That's that seven, a little dude. runner. Is it seven? I thought it was eight. Let me see. Um, it is seven. You're correct. Um, so I, for <laughs> I whatever reason, I started a little early this year on the Halloween gig. I've been watching spooky movies, of course. Dude, we when do we stop? About what? Spooky, man. It's all it, it, all it, year. I'm trying to find something. It's going to be Tatooine, oh, as Sheldon's about, been calling it. Month. Can I talk about my excitement that happened to me today? Okay, go ahead. If, spooky movies. Okay. okay. Yeah, I knew you were going to get around to I, that. Will you continue? Go ahead. I'll tell him later. Go ahead. No, but I started out with one of my favorite, which is the um, the thing, not the original, but the the John Carpenter. And that's one of ours. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to pop this in real quick while you're doing that. Yeah, because so, we've got our picks out for Stogies and Cinema. Stogies and Cinema on our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Craft Imperials. $3 a month. You guys jump on there once a month throughout the year, every month. Uh, we, we started this three months ago. But um, we do a Stogies and Cinema where we sit down. We put the poll up in the Patreon. Patrons vote on the movies. We watch the movie and we talk shit, smoke cigars, talk about cigars, bourbon in the movie. And we we kind of recap the movie. So our Halloween event that we kind of started with Mad Russian last year is uh, there's one day in October towards Halloween where we go over to the Mad Russian's location and we sit there for 14 hours smoking cigars, eating food, and everybody picks a movie. And we just watch movies all day and goof off. So 
this is October 29th. We will be at the Mad Russian's house. Um, and these are the four movies. I'm not going to tell you who picked them, but these are the movies that we're running with. Creature from the Black Lagoon, 1954. The Thing, 1982. Now, is that John Carpenter or is that the original? No, it's... That can't be the original. No, right? it's not. Okay. No. American Werewolf in London, 1981. Good pick. And Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula, 1992, yeah. which is the greatest Dracula movie of all yeah, time. Yeah, that is good, too. All time. So, excited about that, but go ahead. Anyway, then I watched Halloween, which is traditional. Which Halloween? Original? Um, yeah, the Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, yeah, yeah. original. Yeah. Anyway, um, but Netflix just started a series. Uh, I think there's eight episodes, maybe whatever, but it's called the haunting uh haunting on the hill house or something oh, the haunt, oh that's not new have you not seen those yet well isn't this season one or something no, well so the haunting of the hill house is one then the haunting of bride manor is the second and the new one comes out uh what is something the fall well, of something family it's amazing well we're already into six episodes of this it's, and it's amazing trippy. it is really They're great Great. about all these kids in this house and you're still trying to figure out what the hell is going on but Who's anyway doing what's what yeah, yeah we've yeah. watched it now for two three nights and we really have enjoyed that and that's about where we're at right now and we've got kind of an early start because normally I, we don't but yeah we've been, been fun watching spooky movies we've been kicking i i'm a horror movie fan i'm a slasher buff uh, I grew up in the '90s, man. Slashers were king in the '90s, but I, I, I can. I'm not very good at quotes. I'm not very good at naming who sings a song. But you want to talk horror movies? I got you, man. And uh, I was so excited. Uh, Exorcist believer. I got opening premiere 9:45 p.m. tickets, October 6th. I got the tickets. What do they hand out for premier ticket? Like holy water? No, well, so holy water. I'm getting. We're getting shirts. We're getting shirts and lanyards. But (laughs) it's dude. Movie theaters have bars now. Do you know that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Whatever. I don't know. With the Alamo, you get anything you want: beer, Um, buckets. I'm excited. Bowls. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. Um, I did Exorcist for me. I've not heard anything about that. Get some tickets. I'll buy them right now. You just get some tickets to come, dude. Um, Exorcist for me has always been an amazing, scary movie. I think it's been, the, I think it's one of the greatest next to the Omen. Um, I think those two movies are the coolest possession movies before everything got real houses. Shake. Horror, yeah, but that's dude. houses shaking and dead people in walls Culture and guy. crazy shit. But the thing about the Exorcist is always exciting to me is I'm not a religious person. Okay. But every like devout catholic person in their life that has seen the exorcist will get metaphorically get on their knees and tell me that that's the most terrifying movie they've ever seen and you know it's got st louis ties right loosely in the story and and yeah i but i laughed the first time i saw the exorcist because the the projectile vomiting and the spinning of the head and you know the girl's face turning green like i (laughs) I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, but it's everything that comes but, up to that, being in the yes, house and yes. all of that shit. But I also, like, we'll get off movies and come back to cigars anyway, but I, one of the scariest movies that everybody rates in the past two years is this movie called Hereditary. Okay? It's a witch movie, overall. Uh-huh. This movie's two hours and nine minutes long. 
if they would have removed an hour of that movie, it would have been the most terrifying movie I've ever seen in my life. But the problem is all the quote scary things happen and then there's 35 minutes of nothing. Then, oh my God, 35 minutes of nothing. So you become desensitized to it. By the time the, the jumps, I, I, I quoted to, you know, jump scares got really big in like 2000, 2005. You start getting into some of these movies like Dead Silence, the puppet movie. Every seven minutes is a fucking jump scare. Hour into the movie, you're like, here it comes. <laughs> there it is. Okay. You're like, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, it, 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 shit can be too long. Yeah. You know, but I don't, I'll I'm tell really you one that came that. to mind that I just remembered watching that was really trippy. And I don't remember the name of it. It may have been called Black Magic or whatever, but it was um, um, the guy who did the fava beans or whatever. Um, what's his? The what? You know, I, fava beans. He was the cannibal lector. Hannibal Lecter. Oh, Hannibal. Oh, um, what was it? What was it? Anthony right? Hopkins. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins does a movie, and he's got a puppet, like he's a ventriloquist. Ventriloquist, yeah. And he's got a puppet, and it's him. And this puppet are like really off. Like <laughs> him and the puppet have this whole relationship, and it is spooky as hell. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't. I'm seen Anthony, Anthony Hopkins is a ventriloquist, and he's like going off, man. He's like off the rails with him and this puppet, and it's pretty crazy. He, I gotta find. I gotta figure that. You one may out. want to see that one. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Anyway. Um, but so I want to talk about this. We're coming into October. Um, well, first of all, we're getting. I mean, I've got. This cigar is only going to go another couple minutes, but yeah, about a half inch. What did we think about this Davidoff? Another blow your mind anniversary cigar by a company cereal. that we thought mild cigars. Yeah, you know this is going to be detrimental to me because I think I'm going to be more disappointed than excited overall. I think I'm going to go down a rabbit hole on Davidoff. Oh, I think I'm going to I'm going to go grab some cigars. Oh. We're all we're going to we're going to smoke them. Yeah, and what I mean by that is I think I'm going to find out what I already know about white label and playing around some of the other cigars and stuff, but it's kind of really fun to find these. I don't want to call them unicorns because you know, that's rare, but unicorns for us, you know, we don't smoke I'm, next to this. It's for me, it's a scurrio and, and late hour for us. It's late hour, you know, but it's really fun when you find something inside a, a company and this has been around for a while. This isn't like it's brand new, right? It's, it's, it's in there. This is core release, or, or I, I don't know Davidoff's structure, but they released this cigar. I don't know if you call it core or what, but they, they released this cigar. Um, I want to find another one of those, something like that that's a little different. Again. I think Match down in um, Indiana, just Riverside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they have a good core Davidoff crew there. A they state. have a lot of white label and late hour. Yeah, and yeah. they that's a Drew Estate bar too. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah, because there's some ties with. With the owner, that's um, Jeff. Je- yeah. Jeff, that's who. That's who. When I brought the Viaje Core label back, Latino and Oro, and you got that there. That's who I just showed you the oh. the, the ceramics from. Um, he actually was one of the ones that helped um, the girls from. Um, oh, do the Pappy cigar? Yeah, uh, he got them in touch with uh, Davidoff, and they help blend the um peppy van winkle cigar that we i got the original ones the bourbon tips i actually still have a couple which is amazing this cigar 
you know, I came into this when we started this. I thought we were going to go much, very light and just kind of enjoy some nuances. And yeah, I, I really thought this was going to be one of these velvety little plays. Um, this, this cigar, I'm going to find more of these. Um, these are, and you actually have one of these in your humidor. This is one of the ones I gave you. Um, I had two of these five packs or four, four packs. Actually, I'm sorry. They're four packs. Um, these are phenomenal, man. Yeah, I, 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 agree I, with I do not. I don't. These are great. And these haven't been sitting. These are, I mean, I've had these for three weeks, right? Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely amazing cigars, man. I love them. And I will say, since we smoked this, we're not going to do this with the blood oath because we're going to light something else up. Um, but I will say, I'm going to stick with what I said. If you're if you're out somewhere, anybody listening, if you're out, that's Jeff. Yeah, that match. Yeah. Um. Uh. Actually, really funny about when I last time I was at match. That's when I told you I walked in and uh, I sat down. I bought all these cigars. I said, hey, and, can I have this? Can I get this? Horse? <laughs> right, is that the like, bar? No, I was like sitting on there, and I'm like, hey man, yeah. I really like this horse. He's like, no, you can't have the horse. When I when I was at match or Riverside Cigars. Um, when I was sitting there, I was sitting over and you have pictures of the lounge. Oh yeah. I'll show you the chair I was sitting in. That's the bar. Yeah. You have the lounge by the, in the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting over there and, and, uh, I'm sitting there and I was like, I walked, the server came around. I was like, Hey, miss, uh, can we put someone on TV? She goes, yeah. Throws me a remote. And, uh, I turned the TV on and Halloween two was playing. Oh, that's great. She's like, do you want to change it? I was like, no, this is great. Can I turn it up? She goes, no. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So I turned the subtitles on. You ever try to watch a scary movie with subtitles? It's not scary. <laughs> Did you go to that bar with that troll or whatever? It no, was? I don't know what that is. That's anyway, whatever. We don't need. Yeah. Well, we got to do Louisville to go. We haven't done Louisville yeah, yet. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, because I'm going to Fort Nelson this time. It was closed because of COVID when I was there, and the only reason, and I'll tell everybody this, I'm I was not trying to get the vaccine. Take it for how you fucking want it. Okay, I don't care. There are two reasons I got the vaccine. I couldn't go see Dirty Heads of the Factory if I didn't have a vaccine card. And Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery. We were driving down to Louisville. You had to have a vaccine card to get in the front door. I was like, okay, I got to do these. I got it. We get down there. We stayed at the Brown. Got there on a Thursday night, Friday morning. I was like, guys, get up. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. I was like, why? Fort Nelson opens at 1030. I want to be the first one on the door. Drive to Fort Nelson. Closed for the weekend. I'm like. You gotta be. You always gotta call because I've done that so many. But then the peerless thing happened, and now peerless is a part of our lives steadily. Like that dude, amazing. Double oak, double oak, baby. Yeah, and I'd still wish we could get one of those truffles, but whatever. So anyway, fantastic. Let's go ahead and finish these. Yeah. Let's go ahead and finish these, and we're gonna fire something else up before we get into this blood oath and have a little more fun talking. All right. Hey guys. All right, guys, we're just running through another ad. Don't forget that ass listeners, you guys receive a 50% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. It never heated up either. Once again, fifteen. Make sure you follow me at Instagram at FFK underscore stands. Oh, the bow. Thank you, receive that discount. That's dope. Thanks for listening and thanks for enjoying the podcast. So, all right. This cigar is phenomenal. You put yours down. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and set this down. This guy is cooked to the end, man. That is absolutely fantastic. 
Davidoff shocking the world. You know, you almost want to kind of like kick yourself. Like, there's a reason they've been around so long, and there's a reason everybody goes nuts over them, right? Well, but, I think we, and I, I didn't mean to jump on you no, go that ahead. quick, go but ahead. when I said, hey, why don't we go back and do some of these older uh, lines that have been around forever and try them? Like, and we did for a while. We got into Patron, got into uh, Opus X. And and I don't know remember if we did Davinoff at that point. If we did, it was probably the late hour. It was late hour. Um, and well, we did we didn't do Davinoff in that. We did. We finished with Padron. We did. Oh, what are we doing though? I think we did Fuente. We didn't do Ashton. We didn't do Ashton at all. <laughs> but who smokes Ashton? That was funny. We did. What are we doing those? We did. We've got some crew Classic guys blends. who love Ashton Cabinets. Um, ah, dude, VSG. You want to talk about a spicy little bad boy? VSG is a is, that's going twenty year VSG, virgin sun grown. That's good, good stuff. So, boy, what are you, what are you smoking next? I don't. I haven't um, decided yet. I got to look at my little bag. I got, I got something in my purse. Um. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So morphine. Morphine. Morphine and blood oath. The kind of makes I sense. have a Frank. Um let me say. And uh Alaska Veras this year. And there then that one oh seven. I may fire up that one oh seven. You smoked that 107 since we're talking about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing a Morphine Lancero. This is a uh, doozy of a smoke. And by the way, you know, I've gotten kind of away from it explaining because I would like, I would talk about the labels and the weather. And so tonight, the weather, listen, tomorrow's the full moon. But let me tell you something. I can't see how it could be any fuller. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Right just it's probably i'm betting still probably low 70s maybe 71 no, it's, it's a light 60s. breeze and there's not a damn cloud in the sky it's absolutely gorgeous we got this freaking probably close to a hundred foot pin oak with this beautiful yeah, full moon at our back it's 70 pool. degrees right? picked it yeah. pretty good yeah it's pretty good I don't know who this guy is. I've never heard of him. Spooky, uh, spooky wagon roll the bones. Western unplugged. Yeah, I took a picture of him. That's pretty good. That'd be sounding good at the farm sometime. By the way, speaking of the farm, we got to get a farm. We got we gotta get one. We gotta we gotta drag a weekend, man. I'm going down tomorrow, do some work on the farm. And uh Saturday I'm working on uh, dialing a few things in. Our hot water heater, one of them went out. And um, a few things we're going to try to get done Saturday and then so October, back here Sunday morning. October's out. It's just we got we got so much in October. We we all do. Like twenty first, I'm trying to do a little movie thing in my place. I tell you about that. No, the twenty first. Yeah, twenty first uh, Saturday. Uh, yeah, of October. Yeah, my house. Just be there. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna and I'm gonna, not to mention I have. I'm gonna do a fourteen hour chili. Uh, Dutch oven. Why don't uh, we have a little chili off? I'll bring a chili. You have a chili. All right, cool. I'm doing. I'm doing a venison chili. Ugh, boy, I win already. Uh, uh, did you say uh? 
Well, I'm going to that white chicken shit. Hold on right now. I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now. I'm not taking any. This is Janine's chili. So I, I'm not in involved in this. This would be Janine's That'd chili. That'd be great. Let's you. do a chili cook-off. Yeah. Because she makes a pretty good chili. You know the best part about chili? You got to be really bad to make a bad chili. Right. Chili is fucking good. Dude, I do it. I, I will do it. Venison. I will do it. So You don't need deer meat? Well, what do you mean? That's venison. I know deer what meat. deer meat is. Yeah. I've had a, a few good backstrap chili, dude. Mm. Yeah. Um, I do this a lot. As soon as as soon as the weather is consistent in the 60s, dude, I, I'll eat chili four or five times a week. Do the crock pot. Well, I'm a chili mac. Three, three pounds. Oh, do you really? Oh, yeah. You chili and rice? Not chili. No. Like, it's spaghetti. Chili. It's yeah, like, no, I just want the chili. Chili mac. Like, it's chili. steak and shake. We make the, the kind of a, a chili mac steak and shake. Okay. Always. Yeah. You know what I made a couple weeks ago? I don't, I don't think I sent it to you. I made smash burgers on that Blackstone. I made smash burgers. It's really, really, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of a, a I'm a snob when it comes to meat. I'm not going to argue that. But like when I have a burger, I want a freaking burger, dude. Like I'm talking half pound patty, nice cut tomatoes, a little, a little nice crisp onion, a good pickle. You know, proper cheese, you know, good cheese, good thick slice of cheese, nice bun that doesn't sog up, burger. But, dude, you get, like, you make it, like, these little, like, one-ounce smash patties. You'll three of them on a bun and just chewing them. They're just, oh, they're so good. They're just, you put three patties on a burger? Yeah, bro. Wow. Dude, I ain't me. <laughs> I go to Big Chief. My meal. stretch my mouth for, like... <laughs> My meal at Big Chiefs, I get the bison burger, double patty, so it's 12 ounces of patty, no bun, jalapenos, American cheese, and a side of sweet potato fries. And you sit down and eat it. I'd have to stand up. I fucked the whole thing up. Just fucking the whole thing up. Man. The whole thing. Just uh, tear it up. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine. I invited to a Christmas party, and I had all this brisket and uh, that I had made, and he comes in and we had some Doritos there. He put a whole plate of Doritos on a plate and then put like two pounds of brisket on the damn thing and devoured it. I'm like, how was it? That's good. Is there any more? I'm like, yeah, I did. Stay away. <laughs> you just ate two pounds. Uh, how about we cheers this blood oath pack seven? Yeah, cheers, we'll brother. cheers it and then I'll tell a little yeah, bit. Yeah, please. Because I can't remember for the life of me what that, that setting is. Um, finished. Rosy. What the hell? This says finished in a sassafras barrel. Yeah, let me see. Oh, I think that's right. Sassafras. That, there was something funny about this one. I think it says sassafras barrel. Not sassafras. Savor. Am I not thinking correctly? I mean. Saffras, saffras pearls. Here's here's the fun part about this: a masterful union of three well-aged bourbons. The the first, the fourteen-year-old that evokes decadent. No, I'm not doing that. I don't want to talk flavors. 
Uh, anyway, yeah, ninety-eight point six. Is that how you say Safras? S A U F E. I think that's Safras. Well, I don't know how you say that. Safras. Yeah. Saffron S, maybe? Saffron? I don't know if that's an N or a A. Wow. I don't know. Anyway. Love it. It's always really funny. So we we're talking about Big Chief a minute ago. It's like we know uh Mike Rempe is the general manager of Big Chief, a historic Route 66 restaurant in uh West County, uh St. Louis and Wildwood. And um his brother John Rempe is the master distiller of Lux Row, where Blood Oath comes from. Um it's kind of random fun meetup you know yeah and, leave it and we the, still can't get our fresh no and then the bourbon <laughs> cowboy will always bring up something special is i remember going to their distillery there uh, just out of bardstown mm-hmm. and they built their distillery on a peacock farm and i'm like you got any peacock feathers uh no i'm like well you should then you're gonna have a little bucket fifty dollars a little a bucket of you know peacock feathers and what's crazy, and you're not going to believe this either, is, you know, you've been to the farm. We've gone up to Spot's place, right, and mm-hmm. had a lunch or, you know, a dinner or something. I met a guy in there once who uh, was selling eggs. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy some farm eggs from you. Hell yeah. And then he handed me two peacock feathers that are in the trailer on one of my pictures. He goes, yeah, I got a bunch of peacocks, too. And I always give a peacock feather out people who buy my eggs and i'm like damn that's fucking awesome they should be doing that at lux row it's right. a peacock's farm take advantage of that beautiful heritage of something that's really unique and quirky that people will love the kids well i don't know how many kids are coming to the the distilleries but anyway distillery's absolutely beautiful absolutely amazing it's great you know something we haven't talked about in a long time speaking of distilleries is um uh is it not trails in a wilderness trail. Mm-hmm. Now, I know they got bought out, right? Probably sold 80% of their deal there. Yeah, they but, had a, a purchasing agreement. Um, we haven't dabbled in them uh, in a while. Maybe yeah, we'll we really have some of that uh, in October. We'll yeah, get back. So, I want to ask this before we wrap up the podcast. Let's do this. Um, Spooky is launching next week. Uh, we won't have it Sunday, but Sunday's October 1st. What's the first Halloween cigar? Obviously, Tatuaje runs into the mine because now Grant was smoking monsters all year and everything like that. What is the first cigar you're going to smoke in October? Mm. Well, I almost I just dove into my vault. I have an unopened box of Frank, an unopened box of um, last year's Drac. Drac. Um, and then below that is a box of the white box of Karloff. Karloff. So I had an unopened box and I only opened them because I heard there was going to be an AA release of more drag or um, um, more Karloff. Yeah. So I don't know how many I have in there, five or six, but I will definitely, that would be a great way to start October is with that. Yeah. I think I'm going to, when we get over here for the game, the first car I'm going to cut into a pumpkin. Yeah, I've got some pumpkins back. Yeah, I've got I've got five of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut into one. Start there, then I'm gonna have a hooligan, and then uh, I don't know. We, we pick about up this Sunday. Is that that's Sunday? October 1st. Yeah, yeah. October first. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna we're picking our face boxes up Wednesday. I'm picking them up at nine a.m. Oh, so we'll have Fine. those for. 
Oh no, you're talking no, about no, next, no. next Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we will. Yeah, okay, so we will have those. Yeah, cool. So I'm really yeah. excited about that. That's gonna. Well, be tell good. me what. So you're going there in the morning, then probably mm-hmm. you're gonna go pretty early in the morning. No, nine. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe drop by and grab me. I'll go with your. No, yeah. Whatever. You. Can no, go. for I, sure. I need to see yeah. what's going on. Either which way, we're gonna have them. So it doesn't matter. But um, yeah. So. I'm but, sure Swiper will be there as well because yeah, <laughs> he's usually there the minute they're doing their thing too. Yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to cut out, kind of smoking our cigars, talk a little bit of spooky Got business. Seven Nicaragua right off the boat trailer, <laughs> the boat trailering up through Alaska. Yeah. Crazy. So. Uh, from the Viking guys, Mahalo, thank you so very much. Um, next week on the podcast, we're going to debut Spooky. So excited yeah. about it. It's going to be great. We'll show you the box and everything that's going on inside of it. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, from me, Mahalo, thank you so much. And now let the Cowboy take us out. Yeah, from the Reverend Cowboy, always listening in. Thank you so much. And uh, excited about October. Look forward to a great month, man. We'll see you.